Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Balance Chaos Podcast. We're so happy to be back here with you guys, and we're ready to to record again. Yes. Um, Yeah. So if you, you might've seen it in my Instagram stories or in our Instagram stories, but uh, my family had COVID or has sort of in the process of having COVID, but everyone's a lot better this week than last week. So thank you for the week off. Yes. We just felt it was necessary. I, we could have recorded virtually, but we just thought, you know what? She's human and (laughs) she needed a break. And we thought our audience would understand the realness of that. Yes. Like with your family. Yeah. Yeah. And also it it was really Halstein that had it bad last week. And since he does the editing, we thought that was only fair to not make him do that. (laughs) So thank you guys for bearing with us. We're glad that Kristen and her family are okay. Our tech guys coming back. Yes. Coming back in. So yes. Thanks again. Um, Yeah. So I don't know. What's the world like out there, Brooke? (laughs) Honestly, it's cloudy. Um, (laughs) uh, There is a lot going on this week with people asking about their intuition. Yes. Um, I also had some of that even from my, my home, my home life. Um, So yeah, so we thought we would talk about intuition this week and really like understanding what it is, how you access it, um, how it might actually be working for you and you're just not listening to it because you expect it to be something more. Yeah. Or yeah, you just don't know how. And yeah. I think our society is very, very reason-based and we're given a lot of instruction in our schooling system. Yes. So most of us look for like specific instruction and don't trust ourselves to veer off of that. Um, it's very specific personality types that are able to do something without instruction. But yes. then, I mean, I think the mass majority is like, well, no, I need I need you to tell me exactly what to do. I need A, B, C, D. And yeah. if I don't have that, then obviously I'm not doing it right. And so I better just not do it. Yeah. And I just think one of the biggest pieces of being intuitive is trusting yourself. But if you're not taught to trust yourself, how can you tune into that? Yeah. I mean, trust is, it's huge. And it's just, it's so ingrained in us as children, even because you're always being corrected and told you're not doing something right. So it's really hard to trust yourself, I think, um, unless you have kind of that rebel personality right from the beginning, then you're like, well, forget you guys. I know what I'm doing. It's fine. Rather ask forgiveness than ask permission. (laughs) Yeah. So it is, it's just, um, it's the first step is like learning, like you have all the answers with inside of you. And you have to acknowledge that and know that and really feel into that in the beginning when you're trying to tap into your intuition. Like, you've got this. Like, even if you just have to tell yourself over and over, like, I, all that I need is within me, or you've got this. I'm, I, I'm, I know it all. <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah. Well, like, in being able to stop and ask yourself the question before going to, you know, the opinions of 30 other people. Cause that is when we get far away from ourselves, and we think, I thought I knew what I wanted, but now I've talked to so many people about it. I have no idea what's right, what's wrong, how I feel. And sometimes it's like, okay, don't go ask outside of yourself first, sit within yourself and see what you actually want, who you actually are and how you actually feel about it. Yeah. I just, it, I really, I have like such an image of somebody being like, I want to do this, but can I, let me go ask a thousand people. And they ask every, they ask their parents, they ask their best friend, they ask the grocery clerk, like, Hey, um, what do you think about this? They're like, I don't, 
I don't care. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you asking me this? Instead of actually just taking five minutes to sit quietly and and ask within you and see like what your what your body does, what your thoughts are that come up and how you actually feel about it instead of trying to figure out what everyone else wants. Because I mean, that's going into that people pleaser space, number one. You're asking because you want to make sure everyone is going to accept whatever choice you make. And the thing is like, that's not possible. You can't make every single person happy. And a lot of times when you're following your intuition, you might be doing something that's maybe not exactly what people expect of you. Not always. I mean, sometimes it's basic, but sometimes it's something that's going to veer you off of your path. And so most likely people aren't going to be like, yeah, totally. You should do that. You should, you know. Well, and they may not understand the full vision of what you're getting. Like Mm -hmm. for this one, I like to look at our job in general, like an energy healer. What is that? Right. (laughs) Right. And like when I was going to go into this profession, if I would have sat there and tried to explain it to every single person and hope that they get it and that they approve, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't have this podcast. Like this wouldn't work. But because I felt something so strongly inside of me telling me, do it this way, go this way, that now people who maybe didn't understand are like, well, that's great. What you're doing is great. But it took me pushing through, or us, you too, yeah. pushing through to be able to do it. And now, like our families and friends trust it, where when we first started, they're probably like, what, you, you want to do what? <laughs> what? What are you doing? And I think that's so, if you look at a lot of... Um, stories of people who have kind of like veered off the norm and become very successful. There's a lot of that within, like you see people at their end, the end game and they're doing great and everything's awesome and roses. But if you go back and learn their story, there was that moment that was very uncomfortable where they had to leave something that they were supposed to do or expected to do, or um, that their parents wanted them to do to follow something that they really wanted. And I mean, even if it's I don't know, being an artist or an author, or even being, if you come from an artistic family and you want to be a lawyer, you know, it doesn't have to be one thing or the other, but it's just following that, that calling, that pull. Yeah. Cause so many people, I think do what they should do or what they're supposed to do. Like, you know, I come from a family of doctors, so I have to be a doctor, but I really want to be a street performer. (laughs) (laughs) Like if you have this calling, usually when you follow your intuitive path, even though it's can feel like a struggle or feel hard when you don't know where it's leading you yet, things end up better because you're not attracting so many lessons. Yeah. End up working out. You have synchronicities or what that means is you're aligned with people, places, and things that help you further on your path. Yeah. Things just, it's like that things just falling into place. You're like, yeah, I don't even know. Cause then I met this person and this happened and and you're like, yeah, cause you're, you're following that pull. You're like following the breadcrumbs to, what your soul really wants. Right. And so wait, let's say just like the definition of what intuition is. Cause I think we hear that word a lot. Yes. And a lot of people are like, I think I know, but I'm not sure. So just to specify, you do not have to be a psychic to use intuition. No, we're all born <laughs> with into like with intuition, with intuitive gifts even, but most of us unlearn our way out of them. Yeah. So intuition is the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. So conscious reasoning, I mean, that part, that that's how we unlearn our intuition because we go in society, go into this world and are like, okay, I need to figure out why. I need to get to the why. I need to break things down. I need to be able to 
you know, dissect and formulate and do this. And so we lose touch with that where like our ancestors, they were a little more in touch with their intuition because they didn't have the internet to go look stuff up on every five minutes and they would just have to go, you know, should I go out and hunt today? I feel like it might rain. I feel like maybe I shouldn't. And then they would stay home, you know? Right. Right. Well, and they, their intuition was like very intact for their survival. Yes. Where life in a way, survival isn't as hard anymore. If that makes sense. Like most of us have a roof over our head. We have our food. We don't have to go out and hunt and catch it. So we can turn our intuition off a little bit because, you know, we don't really need intuition to go to the fridge or go to the cabinet and grab a bag of chips. Yeah. But that is where even like a lot of our eating problems are like the obesity in society comes from now we don't use our intuition as much. So we think we need four hamburgers, pancakes, and pizza all in right. one day. Right. Well, and because, body. Yeah. Cause we're not listening to it and we're actually just listening to what everyone else is telling us. <laughs> and like <laughs> this, you know, the messages from advertising and this, and all of that turns off what you actually want because you're just being told like, this looks great. You should have this, you should have that. But I mean, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't have nice things or treat yourself to different food, but it's, you know, knowing your body enough to go like, I probably don't need four hamburgers. I'm probably good with one. And that's fine. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny things. I mean, your body's always speaking to you, even if it's something like I have never been able to eat red meat. It doesn't feel yeah. good in my body. But since yeah. I was a kid, I remember my parents would make steak. I would eat it. And every time I would say my belly hurt. And I remember getting to a certain age and one of my friends that I worked with was like, well, you could eat red meat. Why don't you just take these enzymes? And I, that was like an intuitive hit for me that I'm like, no, if my body's telling me I don't need something, (laughs) why would I try to then take something else to be able to digest it? Like my body doesn't do well with red meat. I can accept that because it's telling me it every time my stomach hurts. Yeah. And like, and actually listening to that, but that's exactly, I mean, that's such a beautiful example because there's so many things that were like, well, I have, you know. IBS or this or that, but if I take my medicine, then I'm fine and I can just eat however I want. But it's that your body really doesn't like what long-term effects are you, you know, creating or somebody who overworks and then gets migraines and they're like, well, I have this migraine medicine. Well, no, those migraines are there to tell you to to turn off for a little bit to rest. Yeah. To like chill, chill out. Yeah. So your body is always talking and that, I mean, that's one of the biggest forms of intuition I think is, is your body and what it's doing and saying, all the time. Um, but food is a great place to kind of, um, start and start like really listening to it. I will say like this week while I've been home and it is really easy when you're home to just like eat everything, but because I really wanted to, well, one, I was the only one who wasn't sick. So I was like, I got to stay healthy at least for a bit so I can take care of everyone. So I was really listening to my body and I didn't have a lot of distractions like work, or this, you know, like I wasn't on like a timeline where I had to run someone somewhere. I was just home. And it was really interesting. One, I ate a lot less. And two, the choices that I made were definitely healthier. Like, and I eat fairly healthy anyway. Like I'm not, I I have chips. That's probably like one of my, my things. I have chips and cookies and this, and I still would give myself a treat, but it was like during the day, I'm like, no, I really want, I want a green juice. I want to do something with ginger. I made like soups. And just because I listened to my body and my intuition of like, what would make me feel better? What would make my family feel better? And not necessarily like, I feel sorry for myself. So I'm going to sit and eat chips on the couch. Right. right. 
Right. When then the inevitably lowers your vibration. Right. Cause I want I wanted to stay up. I was like, staying <laughs> up. High five tribe over there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's like, it, it, it was interesting just because I had that slowdown. So I could really think about it and observe it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of what we want you guys to know is like with intuition, there's no exact instruction. So I get a lot of people who are like, Brooke, what book can I read about my intuition? <laughs> and my first well, answer you found is, it. No, yeah, no, it's always like, okay, I could write a book on this, but the book would say, put the book down and, and go experience. Yeah. Like you have to experience it to, to really tune in. And what it is, is when you're around certain crowds and people, are you asking yourself how you feel? How's your body responding to them? When you go to a certain place, are you asking yourself how you feel? When you think about going to a certain place, how do you feel? Like really tuning in and continuously asking yourself is going to help you tap in to your intuition and your own intuitive gifts more than ever reading in a book how somebody else did it. Uh, Oh my gosh, it's so true. It's so true because people do want the instruction and it's just, it's about feeling. It's all feeling and it's asking yourself those questions. So yeah, no book. No yeah. book. And there's no right or wrong too. I think people are so yes. scared of like, well, what if I have the intuitive feeling not to hang around with my best friend anymore and I'm wrong? Well, it doesn't mean your best friend is bad, but can it mean that there's a vibrational misalignment between you guys? And it's maybe your best friend that was your best friend for the last 10 years is now blocking you from growing or meeting somebody that's supposed to influence you in that way. And that's why your intuition is repelling them or repulsing them, whatever I am. <laughs> Any word that starts with the same letter, like repelling, that's going down a mountain. That's not what I meant. <laughs> it could be repel- like repelling them away. Like, yeah, like pushing them away is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, because it's, it doesn't mean that that person's not in your life forever. I think sometimes people think intuition is a black and white thing. Like this says, it says this, so I'm, I'm done with this person and I have to go, but it might just be like taking a step back and just follow it and see where it goes. It's, there's not, that's going into that rational mind of, okay, well, it's telling me this. So I guess we're not friends ever again. Like the way I look at it and I've seen with people is like, maybe you have a friend group that you hang out with every weekend, right? Mm -hmm. But every weekend you maybe drink a little too much you have fun. Maybe you eat bad because you guys are cooking something together, but you know, it's fun food, it's party food, whatever. But then maybe you've been asking your guides or praying for a new work opportunity, a new business opportunity, or maybe something simple like to lose weight. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're hanging out with this group of friends and it no longer feels good, or you're getting in fights every time you hang out. So every weekend there's like a, you know, a a fight or a breakdown. Yeah. And people will be like, well, I don't know why this is happening with this friendship. And it's like, well, what have you been asking for and seeking more of? The universe is helping you. <laughs> yeah, You're exactly. not making the decision to stop because maybe you need to stop hanging out every weekend and drinking every weekend. So you have time to work on your business plan or so you have time to apply for more jobs or whatever it is that you're not able to do during the week. But you holding on to this friendship in the same way that it's always been is no longer working. Right. And it's, I mean, it's, that's a hard thing to come to terms with as, as people, right? Like talking about this is, is one thing, but when you're in it and you're trying to make some changes and you're, you're, you know, thinking about starting a new business or wanting to lose weight, but you're afraid of, cause we are social creatures, right? So it can seem scary to distance yourself from friends or this or that. And it's, it's going back to that, trusting yourself and knowing like whatever is happening, that's pulling you away from 
these people, this situation, if your intuition is telling you like, hey, hey, pump the brakes, like we're not doing this anymore, there's a reason and it's going for the greater good. Like if you're following what your soul wants or that pull of your intuition, it's going to end up better than you are now. If you keep doing the same thing, like first of all, nothing's going to change. And then second of all, like you're just going to probably have, well, you will have more lessons and you're going to have more fights or more of these things that are like negative experiences. Right. Well, it's also going to impact your health because anytime, sorry, my child is getting ice right now. (laughs) Um, Hi, Grayson. (laughs) Grayson's made his guest appearance on the podcast. Okay. Um, But anytime you are feeding your vibration, so going with your intuition is going to lift your vibration. Mm -hmm. Anytime you're going against it, it's going to take away from your vibration. So you start to drain energy or leak energy from a chakra that is going to negatively impact your health too. So not living your, let's just call it intuitive purpose is going to draw from your energy body and take away from it. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he realizes that we're recording the podcast right now. <laughs> he just thinks we're on a call. Yeah, it's a casual Zoom meeting. Um, <laughs> but, so, I mean, and th- that is in a book. So if you read The Anatomy of the Spirit, she like, goes over the chakras and she talks about people who have, I think she references a doctor in there. He's a dentist and he was a dentist because his dad wanted to be a dentist and all these things, yes. but it was no longer serving him. But he kept saying why he couldn't leave his job. Because yeah. this is what I've always done. And she was like, if you don't lose your, lose your, leave your job, you're going to get sick because you're draining so much energy, making yourself be there. Even if it was what you once wanted, it yes. no longer is in alignment. So know that if you keep, you know, going back to those friendships that the universe is trying to pull you away from, or your intuition is pulling you away from, or that job, eventually illness is going to come because you're, you're draining your energy body. Yeah. It, I just like see this image of, I don't know, like uh, Ghostbusters or something where they're like sucking, sucking the spirit out of someone. And that's like what it is, right? Because you're just, you're going, like if you're going to a job that you hate every day, think about how that feels. Like we are supposed to feel good and feel joy and like life is actually supposed to be fun. And okay, like you're doing this job and for some reason your purpose has shifted and now you're supposed to be doing something else, but you're not listening to it. Like, of course you're going to get sick. Like, how do you not, if you feel crappy every day? Yeah. Or miserable. And then you're, it's going to end up where you get pushed out and you're like, can you believe they fired me or let me go after everything I've done? And it's like, no, 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 no. You had ample opportunity to leave, but that's when we go back to those rationalizations. You want to leave, but it's like, but my job has great insurance or, you know, my boss has always been so good to me. I love the people I work with. All of those are you keeping yourself stuck. Well, and I mean, this, this always comes up for me, like when I'm thinking about, um, jobs and leaving or like transitioning and you start to, even if you're like thinking about moving places, you know, if you're, you got a job opportunity somewhere else, I think that you really have to come back to your own happiness, right? Like we can sit all day and think about how much, you know, we're, our leaving will impact others, but that's just being a people pleaser. Like that's putting someone else's needs and happiness above your own. And who do you go home with at the end of the day? Yourself. (laughs) So like you can't, you 
you can't do that because, you know, if, if someone left and they were leaving for a reason that made them happy, wouldn't you be happy for them? Right. Exactly. And if you weren't, then there's probably something that you need to look at in you. It is okay to move on. Yes. And so like that goes back to before we incarnate into this lifetime in this body, our souls come into this life with agreements and, and different soul paths and purposes, but that soul contract can end. So it's like, if, if I was supposed to be Brooke Welch, you know, college student until 2013, well, after 2013, if I'm still making myself sit in college, now I'm going against my soul path, yeah. right? Like, sorry, I don't know. That was the example that came to mind, but we have to be mindful of this may have served me and it, it was great for me, but things move on and my soul needs to go do something else now. And that is okay. Yeah. And that is okay. It's, it, it may be challenging, but it's okay. And it's okay to shift and do something new. And it doesn't mean you're a failure or that you've, you know, not, I don't know, made it. I don't know. There's so many things. Well, the perfect chance to let go of black and white thinking. If I let go of that thing, because it was felt soul sucking. So like, let's say you get a really great job. And for the first 10 years, it's great. You're right out of college. You get your great job. feels good. But then it becomes soul sucking. Well, yeah. No, <laughs> like, it's okay to say, oh, okay, now I need to look at something else. Well, and this, I mean, this is where those like midlife crises come in, right? Because it's when people are doing the thing that they've been doing for forever and they're like not happy anymore. So they're, instead of, they're just like trying to find anything that makes them happy, but it's really just, if you follow that intuition earlier on, you don't have to have like a big pendulum swing. Yeah. A big implosion of your life. Right. Like you can just like, go like, Oh, Hey, now I really feel like doing something else or exploring a new hobby or whatever it is that's bringing you more joy. Well, I think so many of us are committed again, that black and white thinking of, well, if I decide this, it's forever, but no, no, it's okay to decide for a couple of years, decide for a day. Yeah. I mean, also I'll talk about, I'll talk about mine. Like I'm in the transition. I'm making a transition of getting out of hairdressing. Right. And it's been happening for a while. And now it like, I've known that it's happening, but it's hard because I, I love the people that I work with and I love my clients and I don't work there that often anymore. So I've been like, ah, it's okay. It's fine. It's this, but I can tell, like, I can feel that it's, it has to come to an end because it just, it feels like it and it needs to, but it's hard to like sit and make that final, like, okay, we're going to do it. Like give the date or on the other side, it's like looming, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, and it's something I've done for a very long time and I am good at it. And, but it's just, it's just time. So. Right. Well, I think that is a really good point because intuition really is the release of control. (laughs) Yeah. So many of us want to know like, well, if I do this, then what happens? Then what happens? And I'm sure Kristen would love to know, Hey, if, if I finally am done with hair, will I be okay? Like how busy do I get, you know, with my healing business and all this stuff. And it's like, part of it is her just, she needs to trust. She needs to let go and then be able to trust that what she's asking for will like, will be there. She'll get caught. Uh, She'll catch the net is the net's there. The net's there. (laughs) Um, but it's, it's, you know, trusting to take those risks and our rational brain doesn't always want us to trust. Our rational brain wants a plan. Yeah. It wants to know like, 
you know, what it's going to look like, where money's going to be, how people are going to take it. You know, there, there's all those, there's all those factors. And, you know, I have always, I've said on this a million times, I'm a recovering people pleaser. So it's really hard for me to let people down. And that's having, having some time to just hang out and talk by my, think by myself a lot this last week. I'm like, Oh, that's actually what's holding me back. And that is, you know, got to make a, got to trust, got to trust that they understand that I love them still. Right. Well, and the great news is that you're still going into a service industry. So they really, really want to spend more time with you. They can just do it on a different, on a different wavelength. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Okay. So let's talk about how intuition shows up in your life and you might be missing it. Oh, yes. Um, It's there all the time. (laughs) So if you don't feel like you have it, you're missing it. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that so many people are like, like if I tell people they're intuitive in a session, they're like, but how me? Like they doubt what (laughs) I'm not, I'm not a psychic. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) Or they expect to leave a session and then suddenly like know things. They're like, yeah. I know everything now. How come I didn't know this was happening? Yeah. They said I was intuitive. What? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's true. Remember that you have to be like, it's like your antenna has to be tuned in. Because I had so many people ask me when COVID happened, like, how come you didn't say anything? Did you know this was happening? No, I didn't know it was happening because my, my, (laughs) I was not tuned in to China, to be completely honest. (laughs) You weren't tuned into like, what's the next big catastrophe of the world? (laughs) No, but usually it is like, it's funny because I had a lot of feelings about like I, at the time, right before the shutdowns, I was looking at moving out of the place I currently work and getting yeah. my own building. And I was about to sign a lease and everything in me was like, don't sign that lease. Don't sign that lease. It didn't say don't sign that lease because uh, a global pandemic is coming <laughs> and you're going to be shut down for three months and you don't want to have like $3,000 worth of overhead. It didn't say any of that. All it said was don't sign the fucking lease. <laughs> yeah. I felt passionate, but, <laughs> or like even today I was at a, children's place and literally adults broke out in a fight. <laughs> and 10 minutes before I was saying to Grayson, I was like, we need to leave. Let's leave. And he was like, can I jump for five more minutes? And my whole body wanted to say no, to be honest, I didn't follow it. Then this fight breaks out and we get stuck. And you're like, yes. So I had no knowing, like no part of me was like, you need to leave. A fight's going to happen. But you knew that you needed and to leave. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's important to note for people like even me and you who are super tuned into yes. our intuition. Yes. It's not always an exact instruction. Yeah. And I think people think that it is like that you're getting a total, I don't know, printout of what's happening next. And yeah. no, it's just like the feeling like we need, I should not be doing this. This is not something I should be doing. I need to leave. I should call this person, like whatever it is that is telling you to do something. It's not like, because X, Y, Z, <laughs> once again, you don't get those like set, <laughs> set, uh, ABCD instructions. Well, think about it. That because this goes back to the rational mind. Yes. The rational mind. So yeah. there's not always a reason to know why. And I think that's what so many people need to let go of. Yes. Yeah. Like trust. You need yeah, to leave. Just trust. <laughs> just go. Just go. And so, you might you might not have never known that a fight broke out. Right. Because you would have been home and not. Absolutely <laughs> safe. Not going into an adrenaline rush would have been fine. Um, so it does, it comes as an inner knowing, just this feeling of "Mm, that doesn't work for me or that doesn't feel good or I need to go. Yeah. And then it also, like you said this earlier, but like that first voice. Yeah. So it's that first voice. This is what I try to always tell people when they're 
asking about intuition is it's the voice that comes in before you go like, oh, I should. Like if you, I like to practice it with like coffee, food, clothing. Um, Just if you walk in your closet and you're like, what do I want to wear today? And you're like a dress, but then you go, no, but I'm going to work out later. I shouldn't wear a dress. And you start telling yourself why you shouldn't. Well, number one, you can change. Like, yeah, (laughs) it's fine. But if your first voice says, oh, you should wear a dress, like don't question it. Don't go into the shoulds or think about your whole schedule and why it doesn't work. And for some reason, that's what your soul's calling for today. Just put the freaking dress on. It's fine. I feel like a lot of people do this in relationships. Like if they're not married yet mm-hmm. and they will have this like feeling of, mm, this isn't working for me. And then they'll be like, oh, but he's the nicest guy I've ever met. He comes yeah. from a good family. And then you stay in this relationship then that you then start to resent longer because even though somebody's great, doesn't mean that they're meant to be, you're meant to be with them forever. No. Your soul knows that. Yeah. And it's, it is so crazy what we will rationalize and we feel like it's okay because well, it's what we've been taught. Yeah. Well, and it speaks to our ego a lot too, because our ego yeah. wants to protect us from hurt or from hurting other people even. Because if we know, like the, if we've hurt somebody when we were a child, maybe we were punished for it. So now our ego is, is really fixated on don't hurt their feelings or don't let go of this guy. You know how much he loves you, even though you are out of love. Yeah. He treats you really well. So it's fine. You're going to have a nice life, even though you're <laughs> severely unhappy. <laughs> no sex drive because that's your body saying, don't freaking touch me. Yeah. Like, no, don't live like that. You don't have to. Um, the other thing with, with intuition, I, so I was talking with a client the other day about decision-making and she was telling me, which I've learned this too. And I will always like say this at the end of the day, especially when I worked a lot in the salon, I would come home and I had like house and be like, what do you want for dinner? I was like, I'm maxed out on decisions. I have no idea. Like, cause if you only have a certain amount of decisions you can make, through the day. Okay. I cannot remember the number. I should have looked it up, but there's like, um, there's a max out of your decisions. So she was telling me that she plans out things because that way she doesn't have to make the decision. And I was like, well, yeah, I 100% get that. But if you are following your intuition, you're not making the decision. You're using, you're not using your rational mind to go like, I need to do this or this because X, because Z, you're just going like, put on the dress or the guy or whatever, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. You're in a flow state. So you're not wasting energy on the decision. It's it's just, you're co-creating it instead of thinking of all the reasons and then leaking energy with the overthinking. Yeah. And then everything's just going to like move. You'll be like, this day went so easy and I feel so light. You'll feel so light at the end of the day when you have followed your intuition all day. Yeah. When I was in my yoga teacher training, actually, (laughs) Uh, and I, I have stated before, like, I don't have a massive attention to detail when it comes to like just certain things, like functionality of things. Uh-huh. But the girl was watching me and she was like, Oh, you, I don't even remember if it was out or in, but just for the sake of the story, she was like, you roll your yoga mat in. I always do mine out. And then she went into this long reason of why <laughs> and I literally looked at her and I was like, I don't think about it. I just do it. <laughs> <laughs> She literally came up to me two days later and she was like, do you know how much you've changed my life with that statement? She was like, I realized how much I think about things. And she was like, and it's exhausting. I was like, it must be because you're like, like, yeah, I'm going to throw it in my trunk. I don't care. Like, (laughs) um, so like pay attention to how much you're thinking about things when you don't need to, like, do you really need to think about which way your yoga mat goes in or out? 
Does it really matter? Probably no. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, how much are we doing that with everything? Everything. Everything. Like all of the things. I (laughs) I mean, it's exhausting to think about because I also am the same. And I think that's probably part of why we are in the space that we are is because we're not overanalyzing every detail, but it's, it just seems so exhausting. It will. And I do think that is why a lot of our, like our society, our country specifically is so tired or anxious. Like we've got a really high amount of anxiety, but because our schools hyper fixate on, on critical thinking, they don't teach us to feel, to tune in. So we're all really good critical thinkers and, and we're all really tired. <laughs> we're all really tired and we don't know how to feel and feel uncomfortable if something feels not right. <laughs> yeah. Or the, or as soon as we feel it, we want to know why. There has to be yes. a reason. Yeah. And I need instruction now for how to feel through it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's funny, like with anything, even with um, like manifesting and people want to know the timeline and the this, and it's like, the, that's the same thing. Like let, you got to let go and you got to trust and just fall into it yeah okay so then another way for like intuition that people don't always realize that it's coming through is a temperature shift yes so not when it's really like hot outside and you go outside and it's hot and you're like my, my intuition's talking to me. <laughs> i'm sweating my intuition must be talking <laughs> think sudden like chills out of nowhere the temperature's been the same 70 degrees in your room but then all of a sudden you have a thought and then you get chills yeah those chills are alignment that's something that's your intuition saying yes but it wants you to notice, tune in. Yeah. And so temperature changes also like your body, you might feel like warmth somewhere because some people will feel things differently. It's really about getting to know, once again, like getting to know your body and what it does. Mm -hmm. Like I definitely, I get chills almost more when someone's talking to me and it feels, it's like a statement that hits me. That's like, oh, I'm supposed to remember this or feel this and I'll get chills. And if something's a, like a yes for me, I get like a warm, warm feeling in my chest. If something's a no for me, I get like shuddery almost. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, it's not like the chills, but it's more just like, Ooh, like Like it feels like put off. Yeah. I knew Devin was the one. This is so weird. After our first kiss, when I would think about him, the top of my head would tingle all the time. I love that. Crown chakra would tingle. And it was, I didn't even have to question it. It wasn't like I was like, oh, should I go ask a psychic if this is my soulmate? It was just like, oh, I feel really good about him. Like, and I can feel it at the top of my head. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I do think that there's, it's so funny, those stories. So, you know, Halstein and I got together so quickly and we've told that whole story in the podcast, but it was so interesting to me how many people once I did that, like came out and were like, I met my husband. And these are like very happily married people who had met their, their significant other and gotten married super fast. And they're like, I don't know. I just knew, like, I just knew it in my gut. And I think when people would say that before, I was like, okay, whatever. But then when it happened to me, I was like, oh, you really, like you do know. And if there's any sort of question, like that is not the person. Well, I usually tell people that too. If you come into a session with me and you're like, I just want to know if I'm going to be with my partner forever. And like, like, no, if you have to ask me that, it's probably not alignment because usually when you have a deep inner knowing, you don't have to go ask. You don't ask anybody. I mean, if I asked people, they would have been like, what are you doing? No. No, it's true. Okay. So then we did temperature changes and then, oh, taking on a feeling you don't normally have. 
Yes. Okay. So this is like when you're with other people, maybe, and you suddenly are like worried about different things or you're feeling things that you don't normally. And like, let's go out with like your super anxious friend. And then all of a sudden you feel super anxious, but you're not typically anxious. Yes. So then you're, you're like, is this, this is probably not your thing. It's just something that you're picking up on from someone else. And so your intuition is maybe telling you like, take a step. Yeah. Like this is, or you're more aligned or in tune with other people's energy than you think. Then you realize, yeah, it's a, that's a really good way to get to know your, your body and like how you respond to people. Well, I don't typically like get headaches. I'm not a headachey person, mm-hmm. but I always like, I started asking people and this was a while ago. I'll never forget. I was sitting next to my friend at a restaurant and I got the worst headache. And I was like, this is so weird. I never get headaches. And I said it out loud. I was like, my neck and head just start hurting so bad. She's like, I've had that for the last three days. <laughs> Hers, I was absorbing it, but I, had I not said it out loud, I would have never known how quickly I absorb other people's pain really. And that's an intuition. Like that is a, a, a psychic gift, but yeah, many of us yeah. will just suffer with our headache and not say out loud that, Hey, ever since I sat next to you, I have this blistering headache. Yeah. And we are so open to other people's stuff. It's so funny, but it is like, you don't know unless you're saying it out loud. Well then, but then there's also this, like if you're around somebody and your neck really, really hurts or your shoulders, mm-hmm. that's intuition that your body's saying you tend to take on or people please them yes. too much and their, their energy's throwing you off. So yeah, your body speaks to you in different ways. That's why it's good to get to know like what your body is telling you because then you can be like, oh, this isn't, I'm actually should maybe give myself some distance because I'm taking on some things or I'm doing too much for this person or you're, you meet someone new and it's like, oh, this feels really good. Like it feels good to be with this person. Then like you probably are supposed to have a friendship with them. (laughs) Go, go be friends. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, extreme resistance is another thing. And it can be, that can be to a people, a person, a place or a thing. So like if you're driving to work and you just have this extreme resistance more often than not, you got grown with that. It's time to move on. Yeah. Like if you don't, if you don't feel good going somewhere, there's a reason. Yeah. Or like if you've made plans with somebody, but then the day gets there and you're like, Oh, I do not want to F and do this. Yeah. That's intuition. Yeah. That's your intuition saying, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. It's okay. Um, yeah. Was there, do we have another one on that? Uh-uh, that was- <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, we're not together. Can you tell? No. Um, so I wanted to talk about if you're not used to getting your intuition, like how to get into receiving mode. So a lot of times because we are such thinkers and trying to figure out why and do this, it's hard to receive. And we automatically go, Oh, okay. I thought I, I wanted a dress. I have, that must've been it. I think I received Did I receive. Is this it? And then you start going into your rational mind again, instead of just going like, Oh, here I am. Like, let's let this flow. So it's important to, when you start tapping into your intuition, like letting it happen and not questioning why, like, what did I do to get into this space? How did this happen? One, just like, let it happen. Trusting. The other thing is, yeah, trusting it. And, and also if you find that you are a person like uh, Brooke's yoga friend who is thinking about everything, like how to roll up your yoga mat and, and just you're thinking about every little detail all the time and how it should be you need to 
to sit, <laughs> you need to chill <laughs> and you need to let yourself get in that receiving mode because you're very far off from it. Right. Try to turn your brain off. And that is, I think the hardest part when people haven't meditated before, they're like, I can't turn my brain off. Right. But set a timer and just focus on your breath for three minutes so that your rational brain can learn to quiet down. It's not going to be easy, but you need to give it time and space. Well, and it's like learning anything. Okay. When you learned to write, it wasn't easy to write. <laughs> so practice, yeah. Yeah. Like you have to give yourself some time to get into that space. And as adults, we want to be able to know how to do something right away. Otherwise we're like, well, I'm not good at it. So I'm out. Like, yeah. no, you got to give yourself like five minutes, try it out five minutes tomorrow, five minutes the next day. And then it makes it easier and easier. And you'll be able to control like one, the way that you react to things, but you'll also just be able to get that intuition faster. You're like training your, your brain and your body to receive basically. Yeah. Intuition is a muscle. So you need to work the muscle out for it to become stronger and stronger. Yeah. So um, also like turn off the TV sometimes, let yourself have quiet in your house. Um, a lot of us put on sound just to have sound because we're uncomfortable with our thoughts and we're going to try to like think less and feel more. So part of it is being uncomfortable with those thoughts and noticing them first. And that's how you get into that space to be able to receive a good physical practice for just practicing to receive. So like in your outer world to start to bring it into your inner world would be to like, if somebody holds the door for you, let them hold the door for you. So you get used to just saying yes in that way. Or like if somebody offers to do something nice for you, start saying yes, which I know that's not intuition yet, but it's the first step in being able to then receive on a spiritual level. Yeah. Cause it's, I mean, it's just like that, that mirror, that mirror image of like letting your, the world that you're creating for yourself outside be what's happening inside. Yeah. And trusting yourself. So many people are like, I have this feeling, but am I wrong? Am I paranoid? Am I, <laughs> you know, am I just a B word and I just don't like people or, you know, what is this? Or is this from my childhood trauma? Go easy on yourself. Yeah. Willing, follow it. See what happens without overanalyzing or, or that harsh self-critic that's inside your head. Yeah. Get out of that. Just get used to receiving and like, okay, that's a message. I'm just going to trust it. Yeah. And just, sorry. I was going to say, just try it out. Like what is the worst thing that's going to happen? You're right. going to be wrong. You're going to be wrong. <laughs> intuition does come in like a thought. I think people are so worried. Like, no, that was my thought. Sometimes your thoughts are intuition. <laughs> yes. Like, I would say like most of the time that's what I, I mean, I have the, I've gotten to know my body. So I know the physical feeling more, but like that was a practice. Like that was really a practice, but I have gone with my, my gut feeling for a very long time for very many things. And then there was a time that I got a little out of it. And then it was like kind of coming back to that because I think as an adult, a lot of times you do like you start, you're like, well, I got to, you know, figure out life and you don't like just keep, yeah, you can just keep doing the fun things. But I feel like I get a lot of my intuitive hits or like thoughts in the shower. And that just is a time water is very cleansing. So, you know, I'm sitting in the shower and I'm like, Ooh, that's a great idea. Ooh, that's a great idea. And like, that's not necessary. And it's not things that I've been thinking about. Cause a lot of times when it's intuition, it'll come in and it comes in, it feels like a thought, but it's something that's kind of like, where did that come from? Like, right. that's your intuition. Yeah. So yeah, I like how you said that. So it's not 
when you're like in the thought of like, oh, I can't believe Becky did this, this, and this, I should punch her. That's not intuition. But when you're thinking about Becky, but then all of a sudden it's like, hey, you get the thought of like, oh, I should go on this yoga retreat. That's intuition. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it sounds, it it (laughs) may sound just like your same voice that was telling you to punch Becky. Right. Well, (laughs) I I will get them after I pray. So like the other day I did it specifically, I was feeling very, very strained at work. And I was like, Oh, I have some time. I'm going to journal real fast and I want to make some changes. So I prayed to my guides and I was like, I need guidance for change. Like what's my next step? What should I do? Literally five minutes later, I was like organizing oils or something. And I had this thought for like, it was the, the email thing where I told people they can send me an email with a question. Yeah. Um, Which was great. So I lost, I can't see Kristen on zoom. So I don't oh. know. Oh, okay. I can see you now. I panicked. Um, okay, well, I made this thing on my Instagram where now, because I have a lot of clients and I can't fit them in, but if they just have one question or, or want me to read what's on their aura right now, they can send me an email. But I got that thought to do that right after I had prayed for clarity and then moved on to something else. And it popped in. It was just like, just do like so simple, so easy. Yeah, so simple. And but... that's how it was my intuition. Cause I was like, great. And I didn't overthink it. I wasn't like, well, are some people not going to like this? Are some people, would some people not pay for this? That's not my problem. If they don't want to pay for it. I'm not making them. Well, and that's, that's it. I mean, it's just getting out of our own way is like following our intuition is getting out of our own way because we're like sabotaging ourselves with all these like, what if scenarios that might never happen? Like it's take it away. Yeah. What and if, like, what if it works? Who cares? Yeah. Just try like, solution if needed, if you don't want to buy it, don't buy it. <laughs> yeah, You're not making anyone. <laughs> but that is how intuition works. It's like yes. simple, like when you're praying and asking for something again, your guides aren't going to part the clouds and come down and talk to you. It might come in. The solution may just be a thought that comes in, in your shower or when you're, you know, not organizing oils. Yeah. Yeah, So just trust, let it come in. Um, and prayer is, is a really great way to get into that receiving mode. So when you pray, you're, you're asking, like you're in an asking mode, but then you just let it be like, you're not like, where's the answer? Give me the answer. Come on. It's just like, I'm going to pray for guidance. Please help me get some change, some clarity on this and then move on. And then it comes in because you're doing space for it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're right. A lot of people will pray and be like, I need guidance. Where is it? It's not here now. Where is it? I asked you guys for help. And then, (laughs) but you're not open to receiving if you pray and then keep wondering, you got to pray and then move forward and then you'll get the, the guidance. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really what that receiving mode is about is like not needing, not needing to put things on a timeline and not needing to keep asking for the same things over and over. Just like ask for it, let it be, and then go do something that you're like, I actually think it's great that you were like organizing oils. Cause it's like, you're doing something, but it's not something that's taking a lot of rational thought. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of getting in the receiving mode, like doing something that's meditative. It might not necessarily be meditating. Like it might be, you know, I don't know. Vacuuming laundry. Floors. Yeah. Vacuuming, folding laundry, like yeah. the dishes. I think a yeah. lot of people, when you're doing those tasks, you get out of your own way because you don't really have to think about them. And mm-hmm. then you can get intuitive sparks or hits. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's intuition. You're yeah, welcome. Practice with it. <laughs> well, what we want you to do journal wise, think about a time in hindsight where you have really followed your intuition and it worked out. It yes. created a space for alignment in your life. And then, oh. sorry, think of oh. a time where you haven't followed your intuition and then you, you're aware of the lesson. Yeah. So like looking back and seeing how, when you follow that 
that gut feeling, that intuition, how your life shifts and becomes easy and how when you go against it, you're like, oh, cool. I stayed with that guy for another three years and nothing (laughs) great happened. (laughs) So, Yeah. yeah. And then now you can, you can follow it. And then I also just this week, start listening to your body. Like notice when you're doing something that you really enjoy, like check in with yourself and see like, where is that sitting? Like, where do you feel it? Where do you feel the joy? Where do you feel happiness? And then it will help you when you're making a decision or thinking about like what you should do. If you feel that same feeling of joy, like, yeah, go for it. If you feel something else, no, don't. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Try following it. Try not rationalizing. You catch yourself rationalizing or um, justifying overthinking. Stop yourself in that moment. Breathe. And the end. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thanks for listening. And um, yeah, we're excited to be back. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Balanced Chaos Podcast. We're so happy to have you here with us each week. Please help us out by subscribing to the show, sharing with friends, and leaving us reviews. You can also follow us on Instagram. We can communicate with you there. Our Instagram handle is at balancechaoslv. Reach out and we'll write back. Bye. 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 Bye.